Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing the next installment in our series or franchise, um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, listen now. We did Star Wars, the first movie, which was actually number four, A New Hope. This was the next one. Uh, which is number five, mm-hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Then you got The Return of the Jedi, number six. Then does all the prequels later on. Yeah, and this mm, was yeah, one was yeah. released in 1980, which is around the same time Carrie Fisher's um, did another movie role, which was The Blues Brothers, that was also released in 1980. Oh, was it? Okay. Very with, good. Yeah, where she starred with um, another guy named Frank Oz, who just appeared in that movie as well. He played a bit role. He played the guy at the, uh, the jail. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think Steven Spielberg was in that one too, I'm not sure. Was he? As a cameo. Oh, yeah. I, well, there you go then. Anyway. The, the, the amount of crap we find, hey, all little bits of information and stuff. Yes, yeah, so okay. let's get on to this movie. Okay, here we go. Our usual rubbish. I mean, uh, production company, Lucas Film Limited. Surprise, no surprise, surprise. Produced by Gary Kurtz. He did the first movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Irwin, Irvin Kirshner. Mm-hmm. Screenplay was done uh, by Lee Brackett mm-hmm. and uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Now, it's not quite... It wasn't a co-written thing. See, he wrote the original draft uh, uh, along with um, George Lucas's involvement. Uh, because George wrote the story, obviously, and he yeah. was giving her the ideas, and she was putting it together. And then, and sadly, she passed away uh, from cancer, which is very sad. Um, so George then wrote a revised script because he had some changes he made. So he made the second draft, I believe, and then he took it to Lawrence Kasdan to fine tune it and start working on it, uh, and yeah, to make it a better product yeah and this one mm, yeah. um um if you guys heard which you imagine you probably have in previous events um this one um this was considered harris ford's thought this was going to be his last ever film in the franchise because he wanted um he says here um let me see he was entirely sure or certain he wanted to come back for the third installment there's a and so he kind of ad-libbed the final line that was ad-libbed, you know, in that scene with well, when that, he was being carpenter. Yeah, that was that was not quite the same. That's another thing. He actually came back because he wanted to try and make the role better than the yeah. first movie yeah. before he left the, se- the series. Well, now that ad-libbing role, yeah, they he had trouble with the lines. Then they they're trying to find suitable lines, yeah. and when Princess says. I love you. And you're supposed to say something romantic. Yeah, well, his and it, one and is... And it didn't work. Yeah. He said, I know. Yeah, this is yeah. what his original line was. Okay. Just remember that, Leia, because I'll be back. Um, I'm sorry, he but... things like Donald Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound... Yeah. I see... Well, I would be it, it doesn't sound right, don't you? No, uh, yeah. I think it sounds better that he yeah, says, no. I know, is better yeah, than nothing. So, but he, he, he had lived that line because... <laughs> They're getting tired of doing takes and takes and takes and trying to get it right, and, and it just didn't work. So he said, I know. And that was his line. And a bit of nablib. And actually, the same as when um, Luke Skywalker in the first movie was in the um, mm. the Stormtrooper uniform. He says, I can't see out of this thing. That was nablib blonde. That wasn't supposed to be in the film. Yeah. He really couldn't see through the visor. <laughs> 
it. So yeah, it's surprising what little things come out. Anyway, moving mm. on. Um, I got lots and lots of copious notes here. I will not going to give them all to you, but um, this was originally budgeted at eight million dollars to make. It actually cost about thirty million. So I had a bit of trouble with finances during it and had to get mm. refinancing and stuff and, and then almost lost control of the movie near the end of it and different mm. things. But it grossed about five hundred and thirty eight at the box office. Gee. Five hundred and thirty eight mil, not too bad investment on thirty mil. Mm-hmm. The first one made quite a few hundred mil as well, so uh, you would think someone had a bit more confidence, confidence yeah. to throw money at him. Also, guys, um, we didn't mention this in our last episode, but the guy who plays Lando, what's his name? Bill D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, yeah. He had previously auditioned for the role of Han Solo in Star Wars 1997. Oh, okay. And Didn't know that. he finally landed the role of his old pal, Lando Carizim, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he was another actor that was never mentioned in the first movie. If yeah, we, did, we didn't know that he had actually applied for a role. Mm, now, now yeah. actually, having said that, I, I was going to mention it later, there were some critics about um, Landau Carrigan's role mm. being an Afro-American guy mm. playing a real cool dude, mm. and I think he's been stereotyped, cast, whatever. Actually, they didn't choose him because he was an Afro-American. They chose him because the best guy for their role. Mm. Now, he would have come over just the same way whether he was a white guy or an Afro-American. Or even So, nation. guys, please get over this racist crap. All the, you know, it's, a role is a liked, role. He liked the role. He applied for the role. He did the role. And he gave it to Billy D. Williams' treatment. Yeah. He gave it, the, yeah. Uh, give it, gave it his all in that and role. He was, and um, when you look at his personality, mm. and he was in Batman... Yes, he so, was. And he had quietened down the role because of a different role, hmm. but it was still the same personality. He yeah. was still Billy D. Williams playing yeah. a role. And Lando yeah. yeah. Calrissian yeah. and yeah. the role he did in, Star- in Batman, they have something in common. They were both um, were, they both owned a, um, or governed um, an area in, in our space or in in. Batman, he just owned, he just worked in Gotham yeah, and whatever. was yeah, a Forget gu- that part. It's somebody's personality. I know, I'm just saying. But he brought his personality to the role. And he went, one of the things he liked about the role, because he was flamboyant, and he wore a cape. Yeah. <laughs> he liked the cape idea. Oh, this looks really good. I look really smooth in that. Well, you know, he yeah. wanted to play the role. So yeah. you racist guys, you well, keep saying black, black type stereo cast, whatever you want to call it, uh, leave it alone. At least okay. he's playing um, a, a co-star. And he's talking, got lines. Remember that lady who was in Gone with the Wind? Yep. That Hattie, I can't remember her last name. Yeah, moment, I know played who you're talking about. She was um, interviewed at one stage and she said she'd rather get play, paid and be paid so much to, you know, ridiculous amount of money to play a maid than be given two-tenths of bugger all money yeah. to be a maid. Yeah. And she was happy to play a maid yeah. in those movies. And Bill, yeah, yeah. he's one yeah. step up from that sort of thing. I mean, a few steps up from that, thank yeah, you, Yeah, he's playing yeah. a role of a, a guy who owns Cloud City, yeah, which is. is a very yeah, big yeah. role. And it, and it could have carry. been uh, a male Caucasian or an Afro-American. It could have been Mexican. It could have been a Chinese. It could have been anybody. It just that he, 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 he wasn't chosen for his colour or he's, yeah, um, uh, or he's Afro-American I've got to tell you guys something yeah, I learned from yeah. George A. Romero. 
He said when he was casting his leads, no, he, he wasn't looking at and the ethnic groups. No, he just said, hey, Dwayne... Um, he got, just, um, yeah, he just casted but, yeah. them because they fit they the, the role. They suited the guy applied for the role. He did his screen test. Yeah, he'll do. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's not... There's no typecast. So you know, there's no... Ethnic group in scripts. Yeah, it's they, always they, um, they always they do describe there is them some, in there detail. Is sometimes, there is sometimes, yeah. They don't describe yeah. the color of their skin or their hair See, color. I, I, could, I could go reverse bias. You look at a lot of the old American ca- cowboy movies. They got Indians in it. A lot of the Indians weren't Indians. No, they were. They were white guys with a bit of makeup on the face and look like look like Indians. Anyway, Isn't that reverse bias. Anyway, let's reverse racism. Let's talk about who stars in this, even though we already know. Who the anyway, leads are. That's just my little tirade for the moment. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, 30 mil uh, budget, 538. Box office did great. I won't go too much through the stars. They're the same guys Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, Harrison Ford, Han Solo, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. Love the buns. Uh, <laughs> well, Billy Dean Williams changed. is a new guy. He landed on Carousian. Anthony Daniels reprises his role as C3PO. David Prowse is also Darth Vader. James and L. James L. Jones is also the voice. And uh, <laughs> Peter Mayhew is Chewbacca. And uh, Kenny Baker is in the tin can. And uh, Frank Oz is introduced as Yoda. And he's also the puppeteer, along wow. with um, yeah. somebody gave him, someone helped him out. Yeah. There was two puppeteers for it. Yeah. Interesting yeah, yeah. thing, mm. guys. Mm. Um, um, George approached Jim Hansen. They were best friends, still, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And he asked him whether or not he could start be take part as the puppeteer and the voice of Yoda. And, and of busy. course, he was busy working on a Muppet movie at the time. You know the funny part would be? What's that? If, <laughs> if Jim Hansen did it, would Yoda have sounded like Ernie? Good point. <laughs> anyway, so he passed the role on to his um, colleague, um, Frank Oz, obviously. Mm. Now, here's a funny thing well, before casting. The Emperor is voiced by a guy called Clive Ravel, R-E-V-I-L-L. Mm-hmm. But it was actually portrayed in the hologram by a female with a mask on. Wow. Uh, her name is uh, Elaine Baker, and I think she was part of the production team, or the, the wife of the guy, one of the guys of the production team. I get that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Interesting, hey? now that we've gotten the careers out of the way, even though that's, not, that's so simple when you think about it. Oh, by the way, speaking of the credits... You know how they start the movies there? They 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 did a bit of a spiel, Lucasfilms, yada yada yada, and that rolling footpath of dialogue, <laughs> and they get straight to the movie. Yeah. They wanted to do that again this time at the film guys, so uh, the guys who create the the guilds and whatever. Said, no, you're supposed to put the credits from the movie. Bull. And they actually got fined for not putting the credits at the front of the movie. Oh no. They were going to do a big fine, but the thing that was actually made in England. Ew. They had their own rules over there where they made it in England, so the American rules didn't quite apply. So I think they um, they actually find the producer, mm. not the uh, production company. Ugh. It was less a fee. I don't even yeah. I don't know about you and everyone else here, guys, but I think the way they do the intro in Star Wars, it works. It's works. Like I have seen, some, I saw a movie the other day. I turned it on, you know, put in the old machine, started watching it. And it went straight into the story. And the credits came up about 10 minutes into the story. Yeah, because... I mean, I didn't know what I was watching. Yeah, exactly. It didn't even say, hey, here you going, 
so-and-so movie, nothing, not a sausage. Yeah, how the hell would you know? You would think you'd have at least a couple of seconds saying at least what the movie is. True. Before it starts into the movie. But no, yeah. but 10 minutes into it, that's when the credits rolled up. Yeah. Before I begin mm, yeah. talking about the, the story itself, I'm going to say, unlike other... When I was little, I used to think this movie was not really my cup of tea. But as it's grown on me now, me I've, I've gotten older, and I realised that thanks to Empire Strikes Back, without it, we would have um, not have known about um, the whole twist, amazing oh, yeah. twist. We'll never know. Yeah, and actually, Darth Vader's role was actually brought forward into the movies. He was supposed to be towards the end of the movies, you know, the, the, the storyline. Mm-hmm. He was actually brought forward to fill in the gaps, so it made it easier. But mm-hmm. Having, actually, before you roll on, I'll just say something there. Uh, no, I've lost it. Okay, don't bother. <laughs> never mind. I've lost the plot. No, well, never oh, mind. We'll probably hmm. bring it up when we talk about the story. Yeah. So, let's begin Carry the story. On. Chatter. So, yeah. our je- our Rebel Alliance guys, they're now on pa- on Hoth, the planet, the ice planet. Yes, very and cold, snowy, really, yeah. really cold. If you want some ice for your scotch or bourbon, not a problem. If they have, if you want to go someplace cold, go to Victoria. Yeah, you want to go skiing, bobsledding. <laughs> that is place is cold, especially during summer. As I was talking about it with my yeah, mum a while back. I'll, I'll talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, um, so Darth Vader is in search of the rebel that destroyed the Death Star, the first Death Star, I should say, because it's been destroyed. And he has evil plans for Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Anyway, um, so anyway, back. So we're back on Hoff, and Hoff. Um, Luke is on his um, he, he on a, his creature thing, whatever it is. A Tom Tom, I think it is. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, Tom Tom. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he's searching for. He finds a a meteorite. I think it was that. That was launched by some of the Star Destroyers. No, he thinks it's a he meteorite. He thinks it's a meteorite. It's actually a, a special uh, droid they send out to all different planets trying to search for Luke Skywalker. And, and the Rebel yeah. Alliance, And the Rebel too. Alliance, yeah. Anyway, um, he's, he phones it into Han, who's also on patrol, too. And um, before he heads back, well, before he, he gets to head back, Luke suggests he'll go and ch- check out the meteorite and... Call, call back if what he finds, but he doesn't do that because he gets attacked by a burnable snowman. Or, or yeah, whatever. nice. <laughs> yeah, and he gets taken away into the cave. And luckily enough, Luke uses his man- his magical force powers to kill the creature and get away. Oh, the creature is called a wampa. Wampa. W a m p a. What a great imagination. Yeah. What's a wampa? Where do, you, where do you get a name like that out of that? Luke gets yeah. stranded in the middle of the, of the hot, snowy area, and it's very, very snowy. And he's starting to get cold. His yeah. temperature's dropping very quickly. Meanwhile, back at the rebel base, Han and, and Leia are at each other's throats, if that's the word. Han wants to leave the rebel lines because he realises that he's in deep, deep... He still, he, he still hasn't Jabba seen Jabba the Hutt. You would have thought after the first movie he would have got he got his money, run, paid Jabba, and everything would have been squared. Fine. But maybe, but, nah. but maybe due to late fees, um, late Jabba, fees, a bit of interest, you know, Jabba the Hutt may have and, wanted <laughs> a little bit more because of the lateness. I, well, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't be sure. I don't know. Jabba, Jabba looked like a reasonable slug. <laughs> No, not really. <laughs> anyway, Leia wants Han to stay, but she won't give a reason why. 
She it's, thinks he's just a lot. He's a he's a great leader. He works great with others. Yada yada yada. But he says no. That's not it. You got to give me enough a good enough reason to st- for you for me to stay. But she won't admit it. Yeah, she's developing feelings for the little little scruffy nerf herder, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, while this is happening, Chewie is making maintenance pairs on the Millennium Falcon, and well, they're not no. going so well. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he about something. Yeah, yeah, he then gets called out by the, some of the rebels to go search for Luke because he, he's his good friend, and he it's wise to go look for your friend. Meanwhile, well, well, Luke yeah, is probably. getting lost in and more lost in the. And he wasn't um, lost. He's trying to make his way back to the place. He, he's Tom Tom snuffed it. Yeah, and he has yeah. no clue where he is. So when he's um kind of in in subconscious mode. He kind of sees uh, the white figure of Obi Wan Kenobi there, is telling him, "Luke, we, I want you to go to the Dagobah system. And meet Yoda, and he will train you." Blah 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 blah. Then we, then luckily enough, Han was able to find him, and fortunately, his Tantan croaked. He, he froze over too. Yeah, it's just like your radiator, <laughs> you know, full of ice cracks. You know. Yeah, luckily enough, Han was able to get, um, cut the creature open with the lightsaber and get. And make put, it put made, Luke a, made a fur coat. No, you put Luke inside to keep him warm while he put a little Ugh, a little uh, tent thing up here, a biosphere or something. Uh, or I love other. the quote yeah. he says here. I thought they smelled bad on, on the, the outside. outside. Yeah, well, that's a well-known <laughs> line. Hey guys. <laughs> Luckily enough, the next morning, the um, rest of the Rebel alliances send out their ships, and they find Han and Luke. And Luke eventually revives back at the Rebel base, and here. Um, we we get word that the the robots, the special probe, those imperial probe droids, are searching, and Han and, and Leia have, discover them, yep. and uh, and he blows them up, or not really, they self destruct because they've been discovered, and therefore and the, the and this means the, the naughty guys the know they're there now, so yeah. they plan an invasion and an attack. Yeah, yeah. of course, um, Darth Vader is sincere that they're. Definitely, the Rebel Alliance is there. Even though some of his superior officers, the Admiral guy, says it must be smugglers, it could be could just be anybody. could be pirates, whatever. But he doesn't see but things like Darth, Darth Vader. Vader has the force, and he him. knows that uh, Luke Skywalker is there. I'll be at the dark side, but he has. Yeah, the force. unfortunately, this latest Admiral he, he he moves too close to the system, which allows the rebels to be alerted to their presence. And he snuffs the emerald out like a candle. Pop! Yeah. And he, he promotes his next emerald. He, this is going to be happening throughout this Yeah, he goes through staff pretty quick, you know. Next. Yeah, so <laughs> the rebels have to make their evacuation immediately. So they set up um, their men t- and start sending out their small um, the ships to for against the eight. At, at whatever they yeah, call at it. At walkers, yeah. Walkers. These big robot things look like... Dogs. Or cats. Oh, no, they're just t- <laughs> dirty, great, big, four-legged... Elephants? robot <laughs> Dinosaur, elephant. I don't know what they're supposed to emulate, <laughs> but they're just huge things of four feet. I would have... They're very cumbersome when you think yeah. about it. Yeah. So mm. Luke and the number of other pilots, they start making their their attack on those at-ats. And, of course, um, while they're doing this... It's not so going really well because um, some of the attacks start attacking their base, yeah. which 
they end up blowing up, and this means that they have to evacuate very quickly and very efficiently. Yep. Unfortunately, everyone ha- who's anybody has to run to their ships quickly. Run for the hills! Of course, Leia nice tries to get to her final shuttle, but she doesn't get there in doesn't time. There's a cave in, in there. Yeah, yeah so Han so takes her out on his Millennium the Falcon. Aluminum Falcon. Even yeah, though yeah, yeah. the Millennium Falcon is still <laughs> not 100% completely repaired. Well, I'm working on it, yeah. Hurry yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, get so, rid of the fake overtime, so quickly yeah, they yeah. get onto the Millennium Falcon and they zoom out of there. And <gasps> and Luke taking R2-D2, they take his X-Wing and they go out on their way, all merry way. And Luke explains that they're going to the Dagobah system. So, R2-D2 is going, huh? Why are we going there, going? No, we're going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, yeah. while this is happening, Han, Leia, Chewie, and C-3PO, they're facing trial after trial of problems. They've been chased down by a Star Destroyer. They end up going through a minefield. I mean, a uh, no, meteor meteorite field. field. Sorry. Well, they go in there to hide from naughty guys. And then they face a space slug. A big slug. Well, big not, as, the, not a big wormy type thing. It's huge. Yeah. It's several hundred meters long and very, very wide, and actually fly inside its guts. Yeah, and while this is all happening, um, um, Darth. Anyway, Luke eventually arrives on Dagobah, and his ship. While he's trying to land, he ends up crashing well, into the water. I don't know if he actually crashed. He, he, he comes out. It's all foggy and stuff. So he's actually going through some trees and ends up yeah. in the water. If he crashed, I mean, he, he didn't actually damage it. So no, he, he, just me, he just ended up in the swamp. Yeah, has he? Yeah. yeah. So. And it's not what you expect. So eventually, um, they, Luke um, tr- has to find Yoda. Yoda lives in this place, and it's not what he imagined. He it would be at least have a village there or something, or yeah. a town. There's not or very city. many. He says that there are a few life. There are a lot of life forms there, but yeah, but not probably any human being life forms. He gets this little green froggy-looking thing appear out of nowhere. Yeah, very big. I mean, you no harm. Yeah, and. Yeah, he meets Yoda. I mean, not Yoda. He f- we don't know who he was don't know first. Who is the beginning. And Luke feels frustrated. He doesn't want to talk to it. And he wants to find this Jedi warrior in order to get become a Jedi. Yeah. Unfortunately, the creature wants to be his friend and ta- take him back to his little dwelling. And there, and, 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 and there, the, and th- there, the um, little creature admits that he is Yoda and he thinks Luke is not ready to be a Jedi and he doesn't feel like training him. Because he's too arrogant and he's too yeah, full of see, hatred a Jedi and fear m- and other good groovy things. See, yeah. a Jedi must, um, he, he must have the deepest commitment and the serious of minds. Exactly. Meaning he never he, had his mind on what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, he's always looking to the future. He also says the same blah, about blah, blah, blah. He also says the same thing about Anakin, who, uh, Luke's father, who is always such an angry person. Yeah, and so he much thinks anger. and he doesn't think that Luke would be a very promising pupil. Mm. But he said but Luke says, I'm I won't fail you. I'm not afraid. And Oh, you will be. <laughs> then we cut back to Darth Vader who is talking to his mentor by hologram, so you know, yep. and he Very says good. that the son of Skywalker is um must become a Jedi, and along with other stuff. And he thinks Darth Vader realized if he can be turned, he could become a powerful ally. ally. Yes. Yeah. If he could be turned. And of course, Darth Vader says he will join us or die, Master. Okay. Then we cut back to 
um, Han, Leia, and Chewie as they're going. It does bounce back and forwards a bit because two sides, it's two stories going at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Han, Leia, they finally get out of the asteroid field after escaping the giant three giant stories. worm, mm. and uh, three stories actually. And what mm. even though they're they're still being chased by the star destroyer, and Han comes up with the awesome solution by. Attaching himself to the Star Destroyer, like making it a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he, he flies real close to it and then somehow or other stops real quickly and uh, fixes the uh, a grappling hook sort of thing or whatever uh, to the side of the, uh, the Star Destroyer and they don't know where he went. Yeah, and this Admiral, Very he goes to Darth Vader and expresses his apologies and he snuffs it. And he kills him. He says, after killing the admiral, he says, "Apology accepted." Now, yeah. what a very polite Darth Vader. Now, now we have a new third admiral. Work. Next. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Darth Vader even assigns. Um, let me see. Bounty hunters to search the galaxy for the Millennium Falcon and its and the people on board. Yes. Yeah. This is where Boba Fett sort of comes yeah. in. Yeah. And first. Incarnation. Yeah, in this case. Mm. And uh, anyway, so he arranges for them mm. to do what they can, but they must bring back the inha- the people on the Blair Falcon alive. No, just killing them or anything like that. Anyway, no, we take take prisoners. Hello. <laughs> anyway, um, <coughs> yeah. Anyway, um, our Han, Leia, and Chewie they eventually come up with the solution of going to a s- possibly. To um, a safe haven to, in order to repair the, the Millennium Falcon. And, and they, so they suggest that they should go to Cloud City. Where his mate Lando Calrissian is the yeah. administrator therein. Yeah. Hmm. Han and Lando, they go way back. And I don't know their full story. Oh, well, they <laughs> have had some adventures together. You know. yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they make a plan of going there. Where after... The Star Destroyer dumps their garbage in the space. They decide to float Is out it? there and pretend to be part of the garbage. And eventually, when the yeah. Star Destroyer zooms away, um, Han Lair, they Isn't zoom Boba off. Fett there as well? Yeah, no, somehow he, he, he got... He had an idea. Yeah. <laughs> he somehow he got the idea of doing exactly what Han was doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, then again, two scavengers are better than one. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, back Maybe to the one. story. Luke is training his heart out, and on two occasions, he tr- he failed on two occasions. Mm. One where he was inside the cave, where he fights himself yeah. as him, as Darth Vader. <clears throat> a bit like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Yeah. yeah, and the second time when he tries to lift the X-Wing out of the water. Unfortunately, that bo- he, eventually Yoda was able to lift it out and tells him, that is why you fail. He said, I don't believe it. He said, that's why you fail. Because nah, you don't believe. If you believe, all is possible. It doesn't stop Yoda from continuing and actually, training. And, and, and he used a line. Do or do not. There is no there try. There is no try. Now, Bruce Lee could have used that, and you would have known the difference. Hey? But there is a bit of truth in that logic. Anyway, um, he, while Luke is training, he then gets a premonition of the future, or we think the future. Yeah. And... He senses Han and Leia in pain. A lot of trouble. Mm. Yeah, he senses them in a cloud city <coughs> being um, tortured. tortured and hurt. And he thinks, will they die? And Yoda checks the future for him for a few seconds and says, difficult to see. It's hard to see the because it's always in, always in flux, keeps changing. Future yeah. does change. Future events could be altered sometimes. Yes. And uh-huh. Luke 
feels he must go to them. But Yoda says something very significant where he says, um, help them you can. Um, what did he say exactly? I can't really say. He said, help them you can, but um, you could actually um, destroy everything they've been fighting for. Yeah. Hmm. Luke um, thinks yeah. about this and continues training. Yeah, gotta go. Yeah. And back to Han Lair and and, well, and Obi Wan pops up in, in spirit form. Yeah. And he's and, and he, he supports Yoda. And actually, in one in one of the original scripts, Ben was supposed <laughs> to encourage Luke to go, but they changed around saying, "No, yeah. uh, your training's not complete. You're at a vulnerable period of your training." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. back to Han Lair yeah. and. Chewy. They arrive at the Cloud City. At first, they're not given a warm welcome because the um, they're given a no landing permit. Well, yeah, they were, they, they were a strange vehicle. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. they eventually do eventually get a landing permit to land, and they meet Lando, who um, Axel Smoothie, and is even Smoothie to Leia. He's sucking up Leia. He's flirting with her. <laughs> and they eventually go through the Cloud City, and then C-3PO wanders off for a few seconds, and he encounters something that we could never understand. We didn't know, but we figured there must be some stormtroopers hiding there. Yeah. Mm. Then later on, um, Leia is concerned about where C-3PO is. We find out later he's in um, a, junkie, uh, a junkie. He, he got blasted. <laughs> he's is in a box. Chewie finds him and he brings him <clears throat> back back to them and Han suggests maybe you can bring get Lando's people to fix him and Leia says no thanks I don't trust him and who can blame hey, him? No. Han, anyway. Anyway right Lando along. invites Han, Leia and Chewie to lunch. a lunch and when they get there Darth Vader da, 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 is there and he, he says please let me in about that. he says yeah. We'd be honoured if you can join us. And they did. And I don't know what happens after that. Anyway. What do you mean? They had lunch. They had a drinky, a bit of food. Yeah, right. Talked about old times. Yeah. She had family snaps, you know. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. Luke is about to leave Dagobah and, and he f- can't get the image of his friends in pain or in danger. But Ben tries to get, like, on Mike says here or that he's on Yoda's side saying you, you can't control the force yet, you're in a vulnerable state, you cannot just go blah, and, blah, blah. and leave because you think your friends are in danger. And at this point, um, that Obi-Wan says, it's you and your abilities that the Emperor wants, that's why your friends yeah, have to suffer. Yeah, yeah. And he then goes on to say, if you face Vader, uh, you'll do it alone. I can't interfere, meaning Luke has to do this on his own. And he does well. Yeah, and before Luke heads off Dagobah, Obi-Wan tells him, Luke, don't give in to hate. That leads to dark, the dark side. Mm, very good mm, bit of logic. Very and, wise little green fellow. And Yoda yeah, yeah. says, strong is Vader. Mind what you learn. It saves you, it will can. And yeah. he sa- as Luke promises to come back eventually, someday. He does. Yeah, and he drives off on his spaceship and Yoda says to himself and Yoda and Ben, told you I did. Reckless is he. Now matters are worse. And Ben says, that boy is our last hope. But Yoda says, no, there, there is, is another. another. Then we cross back to to Chewie, Han, and Leia. They've been tortured badly. And I think, and this is my th- period, think, I think that this is a way of for Darth Vader to, to get... This to bring bring this r- Luke bring to Luke, Luke. Yeah, because he he knows somehow or other Luke may be able to feel their pain. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
mm-hmm. because uh, uh, Han was being tortured, <laughs> they didn't ask any questions. No, they didn't. They yeah. Han assumed that they were there to be interrogated for yeah. maybe for the Rebel Alliance's nah. invasion. Just, just a bit of torture, so. you know, some doing yeah. Saturday afternoon. You yeah. Know. yeah, Lando admits this, saying that they don't want you guys. They Vader wants they Luke want Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're the bait, and they plan on um, t- Han's plan is going to be handed over to Boba Fett, the um, the bounty hunter, because he's wanted. By Jabba the Hutt. And he's going to get the, bounty, get the bounty. He for was going to get both mm. bounties from Vader and probably from him. Anyway, um, Leia and Chewie, they're going to be staying in Cloud City, according to Vader. That's what he tells Lando, originally, anyway. Of course, Lando objects at first, saying he doesn't like this plan of handing over Han to this bounty hunter. But what can you do? Politics. What? That's. Bugger. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you voted for him. No, true, oh, true. No, didn't anyway, no, you took over. Vader yeah. comes up with the solution of carbon, yeah. carbon it, freezing, freezing him in carbonite, which is yeah. a little bit like cryogenics. Yeah. And Lando objects at first, saying that carbon is only used for some other stuff, yeah. and thinks that this might, might kill, kill Luke or something. Well, might kill Han too. But he decides uh, to use yeah. Han as a guinea substitute pig. guinea pig. Yeah. So he was then. They then bring them in and. Chewie objects. He kind of causes a fuffle. He kind of knocks over a few stormtroopers. Yeah, he's weak. yeah, yeah. And eventually... He, he does. He can't control Wookiees. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Han tells Chewie to settle down and protect Leia one in his absence. And he then kisses Leia and he says... And she says, I love you. And he says, yeah, I know. Yeah. What a good throwaway yeah. line. I, should, <laughs> I know I'm rushing ahead, guys, but no, Han you... and Leia, um, they start growing to like each other in this They haven't one. done anything... No, they haven't been doing anything naughty. No, no, no. horizontal mumbo or anything. Or, yeah. But as I said before, <laughs> well, I may have not mentioned this before, Star Wars knows how to keep it clean. It's not about the sex. It's about the action and adventure <laughs> in a sci-fi environment. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars yeah. Is, never, is always about keeping it zipped. Actually, this one's, this one's a little bit darker than the first movie, though. I agree, it is. Yeah. That's mm. probably um, what was going through... That, that was part of the negative part that some of the critics came up with. They yeah. thought, well, it's not as light and bubbly as the first movie. I don't think it was mm. meant to be no. light and bubbly. I think it's supposed to show different sides to yeah, the Star exactly Wars right, universe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back yeah, to the on. story. Um, Han gets frozen in carbonite, and we then see... we then. He does get he gets lo- he gets pulled out of it and we see Han frozen and we then find out from Lando that he's still alive in perfect hibernation. Then one of um, Darth Vader's men come in and say that Skywalker's just landed. He's given a flight permit, whatever, and he's and Darth Vader is ready to start his next phase of his plan. But his new plan is to take Princess Leia and Chewie and the droid and C-3PO. Prepio to his ship. Of course, Lando is annoyed by this. He says that I thought I was going to allow them to stay on here. I've changed my mind. Yeah. This, I guess, Lando is starting to think that this bargain is not going really well, and he doesn't trust Vader as far as I, he could throw him. Yeah. So, so, so he looks there. over at his colleague, and they both have a look of saying, uh, "We're going to make a third plan in this stage." Yes. And to Retaliate. Yes. Mm. So anyway, Luke is on inside Cloud City. He's there's no one around. We it's all quiet. And anyway, he meets up with Dad. Yeah. <laughs> he then. Oh, he yeah. yeah. He then sees yeah. Boba Fett taking 
Han, who's frozen in the, that thing, and planning on taking him to his spaceship. While this is happening, um, there's a bit of gunfire. Uh, Boba Fett is f firing, and ch and then the um, Imperial soldiers who are guiding Princess Leia Chewie down the hallway, they see Luke there, and they quickly try to get them away. And Leia quickly, in her in in the past, he says, Luke, it's a trap. And of course, I don't yeah. know if he hears her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got a good, he good hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he heads, he follows them in, and then the door closes on, you know, behind him. And then he peers in the carbon freezing chamber thingy wing. And he, he meets Darth Vader. He says, The force is with you, young Skywalker, but you're not a Jedi yet. And then we get into this awesome fight scene. And while this is happening, Leia and Chewie and the Imperial soldier guys, they get apprehended by Lando and his men. And they tell, and Lando tells his men Actually, to take them to the tower somewhere. I don't know which tower he's referring to. Whatever. And tower London. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And keep <laughs> it quiet. And he's about to take Le Leia and Chewie out of there, but um, Chewie decides to strangle. Lando. I would do after all this. Yeah. yeah, and of course Lando tells him, "There's still a chance to save Han in the East Platform." Did say something I couldn't hear. Yeah. yeah okay. Eventually, <laughs> they then head down that way. They meet up with R2D2 along yeah. the way, yeah. and they they try to get to the the platform where Boba Fett's slave sh slave one, I think it is, yeah, whatever. ship. But fortunately, it's already it's making gone. it's already heading off, missed by that much. Yeah, missed by yeah. That yeah, well. Anyway, well. they quickly continue on, and Lando quickly phones into his to his to Cloud City, explaining the situation to all his people, saying, "Attention, this is Lando Carisium. The Empire has taken control of the city. I want you all to leave before imp more Imperial troops arrive." Now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he and uh, Leia they quickly get away from um, Cloud City, get back on the Millennium Falcon, and they quickly leave quickly. Yes. Meanwhile, Luke and Darth Vader, they're in deep com um, you know, combat and there were a few moments where Luke is um, no. nearly c gets knocked off his no, feet here and there. Here. You made a comment here. Awesome fight. You know what? Right. The guy um, in the Darth Vader suit, uh, what's he? Uh, he couldn't hardly see through the helmet. Uh, well, I imagine not. So... He was swinging the thing around there, doing the moves, and I think Luke had to actually work around what he was doing to make it look like the fighting properly. I get it. Because and he, he couldn't see anything. That explains a lot, <laughs> considering. Anyway, um, so Luke um, eventually nearly gets knocked out a window in one scene. Eventually, um, he gets, during another scene, Darth Vader has him on the ground and nearly says, you are beaten. It's useless to resist. Don't let um, yourself get destroyed like Obi-Wan did. Unfortunately, he's trying to not try not only to knock Luke off balance, but knock his mind out of balance. Yeah, he wants to turn him over to the dark side so they can uh, be naughty together. Yeah, yeah he quickly. Yeah, um, he's on a um, catwalk. Yeah, catwalk. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. and he gets um, close to the e to a deep edge of the um, catwalk, and then Darth Vader cuts off Luke's hand along, and his lightsaber curls away. Yeah, it's funny that. Yeah, mm. Luke screams in pain. That would hurt. And it would hurt. Yeah. And Darth Vader saying, there is no escape. 
don't make me destroy you. And he says, Luke, you m- you must realize that you're mo- that you're most all powerful and stuff, and you must join me, and then I complete your training with our combined strength. We can take we can- over everything. Yeah. But yeah. Luke kept tells him, I will never join you. And he says, if only you knew the power of the dark side. Obi-Wan has never told you uh, what happened to your father. He said, you killed my father. That's uh-huh. Darth Vader. This is a twist I love so much. No. Guess he again. Says, <coughs> no, that's not Darth Vader. That's me. Um, he says, no, I am your father. He said, no, that's impossible. <laughs> Yeah. And Princess Leia is no, no, don't go there. I'm t- I told Mike, I warned Mike not to bring Robot Chicken in this okay, podcast. Right. He then goes on to say, Luke, yeah. you could destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. And Luke takes one look down at the robust, but down, really down, down, yeah, down, he, down. He's in the top of a long, tubey thing. Yeah. yeah. But Luke quickly drops off there, and he hurls himself down, 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 He'd down, down. He'd rather die than join the dark side. And Isn't that until he gets caught on a air. Yeah, yeah, air. Um, what do they call it? Um, an air, aerial, I think. Aerial. Uh, oh, it looks like an aerial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. an air. Oh, yeah, communication uh, thing. Yeah, communication thing. Yeah, and he's, um, he's. He's dangling. There. Dangling there. Eventually, he starts calling out to Ben, saying, "Ben, please." And then he realized. I guess he realizes that he, Ben. Well, this is what Ben. Yeah, Ben did warn him that he cannot help him or interfere in any way. So he says, "Leia," and Leia gets a message. Yeah, ah. she eventually <laughs> finds Luke dangling there, and Lando quickly goes, gets to the top of the hatch, the Millennium Falcon, and Stops helps in. Luke in. Eventually, um, that Luke and Leia embrace, and he gets taken to the medical wing yeah, of the... In the rebel fleet, and they give him a new arm. A prosthetic. Before Very we nice. get to Works that, well. um, they, they continue on through the galaxy, and as they're heading out into space, um, Darth Vader is informed by his superior, his other, uh, his admiral guys, that the, uh, hype, the, the hyperdrive, the speed, the, um, the, um, light speed thing, that allows them to go yeah, really, really yeah. fast. Has been deactivated. Yeah, see, they've, gone through several problems throughout this where they couldn't get the um, lights speed working. Now this people be, keep mucking around with it, don't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, eventually um, R2-D2 was able to fix it in time and they were able to zoom off before Darth oh, Vader got to yeah. him. And instead of Darth Vader killing well, those admirals again, he just walks off feeling defeated. Oh, bugger. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cross to the Rebel Alliance, and Luke is being given a prosthetic hand, whatever, I think it is. Uh, yeah, prosthetic hand, yeah. And, yeah very nice, where's Will? And Han, I mean, not Han, I'm sorry, I mean, Lando is um, talks to Luke in a walkie-talkie, telling him about that he's going to, they're going to be heading off soon to um, Tatooine in order to find Han and get Han back and all that stuff. Yeah. Fade to Mike. <laughs> Then no. we watched them fly off and we fade back, obviously. Fade back. There you go. Right, okay. The okay. end. Now, I'm not going to talk too much because I spoke about all the yeah, background I'm... stuff and everything yeah. about Star Wars 1. So, yeah. um, George Lucas, even though he wasn't directing this or anything, he backed off and let somebody else direct it, but he was actually... He was an executive producer he in was, charge. But he was actually in the background guiding the director. 
lucky. That what he, yeah, so he was in control of the project, <laughs> yeah. but not up front. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's working on another movie at the same time as well. Mm. Um, what was it? Uh, uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> um, He's working on another movie at the time anyway, so he's like, okay, you do that, I'll look over your shoulder, I'll tell you what I want you to do, and I'll go work on the other thingy. Uh, and he did that. Um, mm. Oh, by the way, I yeah. should mention something that's not really important at this moment. It's all important. Mark Hamill's wife gave birth to the, his first son, Nathan Hamill, earlier on one morning, and Mark went straight from the hospital to the shoot. This was the day they filmed the shoot of Luke climbing out of the... Snow speeder before it crashed by the um, by the Imperial Walker and Hamill broke his thumb during the stunt. As I told you before, he did all his own stunts in this production, as <laughs> Mike would bring it up. Now, I will say one thing: this was not the movie he actually had planned after his first movie. Mm. He had a dumbed-down version. He's going to do a, a cheap and nasty sci-fi mm. after Star Wars. The first movie, yeah. because he thought, well, just in case it <laughs> dies and it's bum at the box office, I've got another script to get fall back on and <laughs> see if I can uh, make a bit of money on that. But because the first movie was so good, he had to rewrite the script to make a better movie. So, yeah. and, this, and this is what we actually see in the second movie. Also, yeah. guys, mm. James L. Jones believed that Darth Vader was lying about being Luke's father with the um, one he read, when he read the script back then, and. Well, back in when he started re- reading the script for Return of the Jedi in 1983. Actually, you know, funny part, when they're doing that scene there, Yule. the guy in a Darth Vader suit, um, <laughs> David Prowse, whatever, yeah. uh, he wasn't told the lines because he, uh, he was going to be voiceover anyway. I know, I imagine. D- and they didn't want anyone to know that Darth Vader Ooh. was uh, Luke's dad until <laughs> right at the end of the movie. So no one could let out a bag and get into the newspaper. So the only people yeah. who know Luke was... Luke Skywalker, because he had to know, and the director and the maybe the <laughs> AP and whatever. And so yeah. did Mark Hamill, was he aware of... Oh, never mind. I mean, he probably didn't. Would. Mark, and Hamill, Mark Hamill knew, mm-hmm. but the rest, of the, star, uh, the rest of the cast didn't know. Meaning... And only the director and whatever yeah. knew what was going on. And then only when James Earl Jones did his voiceover for yeah. it, that James Earl Jones was made aware of what was actually yeah. spoken by Darth Vader. Yeah, I can that, imagine that, yeah. considering mm. most of the dialogue yeah. for James Earl Jones would have done been done recorded in a recording studio, exactly right. um, someplace else. Yeah, yeah. And here, here it would have been um, Luke saying his words, yeah. and then we have a big gap for Darth Vader to say he, his lines, he, 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 and then Luke says talks yeah, again, yeah. and then we get another. James Earl Jones <laughs> may have only been involved in the project to say a couple of hours in a mm. studio you go here are your lines read them and considering yeah. Darth Vader is not a very chatty person as far as we're yeah, concerned say, how the wife and kids going yeah, nothing like he's that, mostly yeah. Um, yeah. All, all he's all business and and emphysema and uh, well I can't really do his voice I mean, he's um, breathing not with this okay. mouth oh, that's like me in a bad morning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah as I said before Harrison Ford was not, he didn't make plans about coming back, but eventually he did come back, and I feel 
gratified that he did because I don't think it was a big problem for him because yeah. I mean I, he, I think he was he's the big picture was he was worried that he would become a household Han Solo name yeah but he became a household Indiana Jones instead yes Hello. and he, he's done other roles <laughs> after that where, where he played a president in Air Force One yeah, he played uh, a romantic lead in Sabrina he's been in like several other roles and people still may remember him as Han Solo and Indiana Jones, but he's still remembered for his other roles too. Isn't that right, Mike? Yeah, mm-hmm. all the good stuff, yeah. Um, I won't go too much. There's just lots of pre-production stuff went on with the uh, studios. Um, <laughs> even after the success of the first movie, the studios were still a bit going, well, yeah. where, where can we go from here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the script wasn't totally form, uh, formatted properly. No yeah. pleasing people. And Alan Ladd Jr. Um, <laughs> uh, st- well, stood up for him and is supportive. And uh, his studio, um, Fo- uh, Fox Studios, mm. out, he stood up for him, mm. believed in the project. So, yeah, that sort of helped a bit, yeah. Um, but anyway, irrespective... Um, Oh, I forgot to mention, guys, with the yeah. exception of being sucked out of the um, cl- Cloud City window, Mark Hamill did all his own stunts, except for that one, obviously. Well, yeah, whatever. I'm just saying that it, Mark didn't probably do all of them, considering how most of the stuff is dangerous, maybe. some. I mean, except for the fall, obviously, where he fell in... Yeah, yeah. Other mattresses. Yeah. He probably fell on some mattresses yeah, yeah. in the behind the scenes. Uh, now, what I was saying, yeah, George was an executive producer on this one here, so he looked over the shoulder of these directors or whatever, hmm. uh, but he was doing mm-hmm. Raiders of Lost Ark at that time. Mm-hmm. So when he finished that, he came back on set and, uh, and had a look what was going on a bit. Um, Good thing he looking over the director's shoulder. I don't know what would have happened if he went no, he and did something No, he told him what he wanted, and he believed that the director could do the job, and the producer at, um, what's his name, um, Gary Kurtz was the guy who used the first movie, so he had people there he could rely on. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Even though they had a few grumbles a bit, um, he had to fine-tune a couple of things and... Hmm. Whatever. Hmm. Um, I won't go too much. Like I said, the lady who wrote the first script, she passed away when on the first draft after the first draft was almost completed, and um, and which is sad. That's why I got two scriptwriters involved. They didn't do it together; they did it separately. Hmm. Oh yeah, guys. Yeah. Joe Johnson, uh, yeah, Johnson, the Music. director of the uh, movies of Rocketeer, the Jurassic Park Three, I think it was <coughs> Captain America. <coughs> and the Nutcracker of, and the Fourth Realm, whatever, it doesn't matter, um, worked on the visual effect, visual um, and art effects for this movie. He had a cameo as a rebel in the um, Echo base before the rebels evacuated. I just thought you should know, guys. Well, Even though it's not really important, go. guys, but I just thought you should... I just thought I might put it out there. <laughs> Interesting. Why is that? no, no, no. Well, things, I just mean that the one thing I like about the one thing I like about Star Wars is that you never, even the extra the people who are crew members can be offered roles, even though they may have act, be a, they may have be able to act a little bit here and there, and that's a bit of a, that makes a big difference. If you have acting talent and as well as special effects and directing, then you're a shoe win in any production company. Yeah. But anyway, like, like I said, but I'm just going back to the drafts of the, um, of the script and everything. 
they went through so many things and so many changes, and yeah, you know, it just it's just went on and on and on and on and on, <laughs> uh, and they finally got through it all. And the the guy who actually helped with the script writing in the Razor's Lost Ark was brought on to help fine tune the uh, the last good, drafts good. of the um, very good of this yeah. very good. Um, he had a few troubles, with, uh, obviously with the script, but he got no over surprise, it. Yeah. And uh, so many changes later. Mm-hmm. The, the fifth draft was completed in February 1979, revising mm-hmm. some scenes, including a hogman species mm-hmm. devised by uh, uh, what they devised. Mm-hmm. And Lucas didn't like because they they perceived them to be like slaves. But didn't the hogman show up in the next movie? Yeah. They, they were like guards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, given a higher purpose. Yeah, they were for Jabba. Yeah, they were yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I want to bring up this. Um, you mentioned before to me, Mike, this question when we were watching Empire Strikes yeah. Back last night. You asked about C-3PO, I mean R2-D2's, um, how he was um, being thrown about in this production. He probably wasn't in the can. Well, here's the thing. There was eight R2-D2's were used to making this production. Can- Kenny... Baker used two that were lit, lit, lighted and more comfortable than the first, the, the one, those ones he used in Star Wars 1977. Yeah, um, the three were dummies versions, yeah. which could be damaged, and and another three were remote, remote control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, um, in some areas, they had trouble making remote controls work. True. Oops. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm kind of glad that that they used got around to using this many C three P. I mean R two D two. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying C three P. I think it's because I hear it. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Yes. He got fifteen thousand dollars for half a day's work to do the voiceover. Well, well done, James. That's not bad for us. Say See? Four, four hours work. Yeah. See, guys, that, that See? about the benefits he sat of down being. There. He had a cup of coffee. Yeah, maybe a croissant, yeah, maybe, see, or a couple this, of donuts. This yeah, is yeah. um, the, see the benefits of being, you know, having a great speaking voice, great speaking voice, <laughs> and a good and just a good yeah. round actor. Yeah. I mean, despite your ethnic group, it's you're still doing a good job, and you're being paid for it, oh, which here is, it is even gooder. Okay, and oh, I, this movie introduces Billy D. Williams' Landau Carizian, yes. the first Afro-American to portray. A main role in a series. Really? He wasn't bought in for that. He was bought in because he could do the job. Okay. See? He found the character interesting mm-hmm. because of its cape, cape and other things. Cape. Williams believed this gave him room to develop the character. Mm-hmm. Williams said Lando was much like himself, a pretty cool guy. So what See? you saw in the movie was Williams... Playing Landau, or Land- yeah, so yeah, he wasn't being yeah. stereotyped as a cool Afro-American guy. That's who he was, and he put yeah. he put himself into the role. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the yeah. um, character development between Leia and Han in this, where it they started off beckering and acting nasty to each other, and then it yeah. starts they start developing feelings for each other, and then I guess she's starting to wonder if she loves Han or Luke. Luke is mm-hmm. not a nice country boy as we know him, but Han is really surprising when you a- think about actually, it. Actually, here's something. The Kirshner, the director, mm-hmm. he described Williams as possessing a fantastic charm of a Mississippi uh-huh. riverboat hustler. 
and that's why I like working with him. He said Sweet. he brought something to the role. So that, yeah. So yeah. any of these people say, oh, he's, he's overdoing the back bit. I'm sorry. Give me a break. Give me a break. Kill me. Stop. Yeah, stop beating. I'll, I'll, stop I'll, being pardon the, the expression, but stop beating the black drum all the time. The guy did a good job. Yeah. He's an Afro-American gentleman. He's a, he's a good actor. He did a role yeah. well and get off this racist crap, okay? Yeah, I'm getting tired of this yeah. racist crap, guys. I, see, from I hear it all the time. I read it all the time. Yeah. You get a, an Afro-American person in a role and say, oh, they're, they're demeaning their role because they're playing a servant yeah. or they're doing a menial job. In, a re- in retrospective, 100 years ago, that's what... The do- that's the jobs I'll give them. Yeah. You know, uh, and bear in mind, <laughs> yeah. guys, they do, they're working yeah. next to the, the, um, yeah. the, 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 co- the um, lead characters. And the, in this case, yeah. he's playing, well, he's playing a good co-star character. Well, and, and when he did, yeah. Return the Jedi. But you look he, at that lady in, uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, Nichelle Michaels, is it? Mm. The lady who played her. Oh, yeah. In the, in the yeah. TV series. Yeah. Well, she was there and she was one of the crowd. Uh-huh. And she wasn't uh, beating the Afro-American or flag or a drum yeah. and everything else. If she played a role, yeah. and she's a very good and she's very inspiring. If you have a problem, yeah. guys, don't take it up with um, yeah. some higher authority. When actually, these guys, the um, actors, yeah. they enjoy doing these roles. They, wanna, they, wanna they want these roles. They don't want to be... It doesn't matter whether they're white, Afro-American, Chinese, Mexican, Japanese, I whatever... Mean, <laughs> Russian, dare I say. Yeah. Yeah, if um, if yeah. they've been denied the role, then yeah. you scream and then, louder. Then you say, yo, you didn't give me a fair chance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, See, you know, this you, is why... You're biased. Yes. And then you put somebody in, they say, oh, you, you're, you're exploiting the people. Yeah. I mean, this yeah, is what I, I mean, know. guys. I, I get annoyed. Uh, <laughs> whether or not they get the roles, whether they're co-star or main star yeah. roles, it doesn't matter. As long as they're working and they're being paid, well, say, several million of dollars well, you get for back all on these Star roles. Trek. Yeah. Okay, Michelle Michaels, I think her name is. Yeah. She, she's an Afro-American lady. And you had two guys. Uh, one guy, was he Chinese? Yeah. The Asian-looking guy. Um, and the other guy, uh, I think he was Russian, or he por- portrayed a Russian, but it, that wasn't his real accent. I get it. He put on a heavier accent. I but, get yeah, it. Uh, but they, they were portraying a Russian, it was an Asian, Afro-American yeah. as part of the, uh, yeah. the so team. Guys, get off your yeah. stupid yeah. Um, Afro-American so, or, or any, any ethnic other, group or any ethnic horse, yeah. okay? Yeah, Leave it alone. Let them do their jobs. Let them do their yeah. jobs. Let them get their money. I'm, let them get I'm the girl. I'm the least racist person around. I've mean, got friends who are, come from different nationalities and uh, yeah. I don't care. I yeah. don't care either. I mean, I do like it that in Return of the Jedi, he, cont- he continues to having a bit of a, a play to main role in... The, you know, yeah. Lando Carusium. Yeah. Actually, kind of, when I was working, before, I was a little annoyed yeah, when yeah. in with Rose, like the, the late, much yeah, later yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. I I was so annoyed by the they behavior. They dumped her role down too much. I'm so annoyed with you guys out there who just asked some, some nasty. Some people bad mouthed her enough. Oh, why she got a, a decent role? And yeah, they they squashed so, her on the second yeah, movie. I'm so annoyed at. Every single fan who okay, no, one fan. That. Some people out there, some trolls got got stuck into it. Yeah, and uh, and started when, going when on I, when Instagram. When they rewrote the next script, yeah. they dumped a roll down. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to say is that when I was working my last job before I retired, <laughs> I had a guy there. Well, we had a lot of ethnics, you know, different races there, and one guy well, was uh, known to have said, "You're picking on me because of on my nationality." I won't say what he was. And that person turned around, and it wasn't me, but I was there, and I said, no, I'm picking on you because you're a nutcase. 
or you're twit, you're not doing your job properly, or whatever it was. You know, get over it, guys. You know, you can't yeah, you you can't beat the ethnic drum all the time. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. always about the yeah. ethnic groups. The, the world's getting smaller. There's no room for this ethnic crap. You know, just yeah. get over, get over it. it and yeah. stop um, beating yeah. the um, the Black ethnic Lives crap. Matter no, type no, thing. No, no, forget that. I mean, that's a personal thing out there about yeah. people dying in custody. Forget that. Mm. Okay, but I'm saying when it comes to the media. They take the best person for the role. I mean, we saw um, uh, that movie we saw, we reviewed, uh, <laughs> that's the Loom. Oh, crikey. Resident Evil. Yes. The last one we saw, we reviewed a couple of months back. Yes. Just, yeah, at the beginning of the year. Did we have any ethics in that one? There was quite a few, actually. Exactly. Hmm. In normal roles. Exactly. So anyway, guys, yeah, bringing um, their own personality into the roles. So guys, yeah. um, do you want to go to the reception part to this um, well, conversation? Well, I'm not going to do too much on it. I was going to say a few things. They did a lot of filming in Norway. Really? The, the snow area. I figured that. Yeah, it was so bloody cold. Yeah. Uh, things weren't working properly. The the uh, the makeup yeah. paint was freezing in the cans, yeah. and and people were getting yeah. sick and blah blah. I things weren't working yeah. properly. I would have and. There yeah. was thought that Han would not... I mean, Harrison Ford's character would not be there, but mm. eventually they brought him oh, he, he on for that uh, scene. And actually, the acetate film they were using was getting too brittle because it was cold. Yeah. The lenses were fogging up. So they had to keep the lenses cold, but the camera warm. Yeah. It, it just... Yeah. So many see, things... Yeah. See, guys, if you... When you're on a set, and if it's... if For your camera to... Your camera will, um, it feels the cold, and if it do, and and, and the batteries inside it could easily phase out and, and kind of well, stop yeah, the camera. I think from if it gets filming. really cold, the batteries drain quickly. Yeah, and yeah. If you, mm. it's the same with if you are living in a hot climate and your computer. It's it's the same with that yeah, doing yeah. it like that. You get that. the moisture in it, and yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, so it, it's a bo- it's a two way street. You have to be careful with yeah, your right. cameras. Anyway, um, when I went, went world, world, worked at Elstree um, Elstri, uh, Studios in England, um, they used a bucket load of sound stages to have all these things done, but there was a problem there, and they had to use less, and there was a lot of doubling up and moving stuff around, which actually made the filming a lot longer, mm. uh, and so you went into cost overruns. Yeah. So, can we um, get to the reception part? Oh, I'm getting there. We're getting there. Critical reception. This really good. There you go. Well, it was. It, most people liked it. They, they, some things they didn't like. It's a bit dark in the first movie, uh, that sort of stuff. But generally, um, yeah. They said the same it. thing about um, Temple of Doom was pretty dark. Uh, no, this was darker. This had, this had, when you compare this to the first Star Wars movie, this is not, that was more like a fun adventure, action adventure film. This one was a tad darker. Yeah, it was. And some people are like, oh, yeah, it's, it's changed its feel. Because he got a different director, but no, that's what George wanted. Yeah, I think he wanted to show more sides to yeah, the universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. The yeah. Star Wars universe. Yeah, exactly right. But I'm not going to go through the same, a Sammy on, on it uh, yeah, crit- critiques. After all, he was the one who brought whatever, Jim Henson on board to yeah. take part in it. He, now, you think, like, if they put Jim Henson in there doing Yoda, would he sound like Ernie? Hmm. Ah. <laughs> Or Kermit. Well, uh, not Jim Henson. I mean, he got um, Oscar, f- I mean, Frank, Frank Oz. Oz yeah. But from he his wanted Jim Henson first, yeah. but he would have could have, he might have sounded like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, true, true, true. I like Frank Oz's voice. It works. I like Fozzie Bear. Oh. And I like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Frank Oz. Actually, Frank was in a TV <laughs> program of his own years ago. I think it was called Arnie or something. And I'll he played. Yeah, yeah, I think, from memory. And yeah, he's, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, here we go. 
I gave the other movie a 10, the first movie. I'm going to give well, it... I'm giving this one... I haven't... I said the previous movie. Oh, sorry. Are you listening? Yeah, so well, I'm going to give this one a 10 as well, because it ticks all the boxes. Yeah. I, I can't find anything wrong, even with their financial constraints and budget overruns and... And a few things behind the scenes I had to sort of make up and cover mm. up with lighting and, and different things. You, they did a bloody good movie. You would think the box office thing for the first one would have been um, convincing to yeah. investors that this was a gold Well, George is going to finance some of this himself. Yeah. Initially. Mm. But yeah, I don't think he had quite enough money to do the whole lot because he's doing industrial mm. like magic as well yeah. and other things and... And yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. But that, the idea was yeah. to do Considering it. where we were years ago, guys, mm. um, Disney could have um, would have just ended with just one movie, yeah. and the rest we were and many. the rest of the the our previous other movies yeah. went spin-offs and reboots. Yeah, yeah. We they they weren't um, if it wasn't for George for stepping in to the um, in director chair, we would have not had all these other ones coming out. Which anyway, I, which I feel guilty for. Yeah, before I go, I, I didn't mention availability. Obviously, yeah. it's available through eBay, DVD, and Amazon. <laughs> blah blah. Yes, you can rent it. Blah blah. Now, uh, I didn't mention. I think last time, but be careful. I oh, know I did mention. Yeah, there's VHS copies, and I think the Super Eight there for mm. the first movie. I saw yeah. it there. There's VHS copies yeah. of this, obviously floating around still. So be careful. You might even have those big laser disc <laughs> things as well. So if you're going to buy a copy, mm. be careful what you buy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you anyway, might, get, you might yeah. get the wrong product. Anyway, guess so. These guys know. Um, they um, they did again remastered this one in 1997. You know, just like the mm, first mm. one I mentioned, uh, this one I think, and, and mm, the yeah. last one probably got remastered on the same. I year. think the three of them got remastered. Yeah, they did, and I yeah, just yeah. saying that they they probably did it all on that same year or something. Yeah, they they, they re-released them then. We put we we saw it in the theatre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, but of course, I kept on wondering to myself, when, how long do we have to wait for the next one after the... the but, do you, but do you think about it? <laughs> you talk, you know, before we go, they said the first movie was good, and this one's a bit darker. Look at Harry Potter. Yeah. There was eight movies, was there? Mm, they were yeah. nice and light kitties at the beginning, and it got darker and darker. Yeah, by, the, by the fourth, mo- yeah, fourth movie, I think, um, it was on the tad real, It was getting really dark. Yeah. It didn't... To me, it was supposed to be aimed for kids, nice family movie. Yeah. And it was getting darker, and there's more violence, and people were dying, and yeah. Yeah, by the f- yeah, by so the fifth and the other ver- other yeah. ones that came out, it was on the dark side. But yeah. they were supposed to go from ordinary teenagers. Yeah. I mean, ordinary young little kids, kids growing up and growing up to like adults. Coming of age thing, uh, about good versus evil, the yeah. same as this. The yeah. same with Star Wars. It's about coming of age, growing up. Yeah, I mean, and that's what Luke. Luke was a, little, a naive little farm boy. He, Went and joined, went out into the world and became a Jedi Knight and a warrior. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I know this. I, I kind of came up with this. I found this some interesting things when I was online on YouTube the other day, where it talked about strong female characters, and they explained and they explained <laughs> um, the ins and outs why today's female characters they keep losing their what yeah, makes them okay. good. Yeah, look, I think of Sarah was saying to me that what they do when they try <laughs> to make a strong female character. <laughs> They leave the flaws out. Yeah. And when you have a strong male lead character, they put a few flaws there to make him vulnerable and, and, and to make him human, where the yeah. female ones, that, that 
they, they leave out some of that stuff in their character. Yeah, see, yeah. you need flaws. You also need an end goal for that person to reach. Yeah. In sort of like that, uh, that girl I mentioned, Jennifer Garner, who played Electra. Mm-hmm. She was in the, the Daredevil movie, I think, originally and did yeah. her own movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't think she liked those <laughs> movies because it, it, they were too shallow, and but pop for her and um, <laughs> and the she didn't want the. Um, Part of the personalities didn't like, and I think it was a soft part of it, showing she was a bit vulnerable and a little bit open to love and stuff. It, it means you, you can't you can't win sometimes. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. do you know, guys? I've noticed in the new Star Wars movies, they never mention love, or no, even affection, or sex, or, sex. or affection about hey, each other. Darth Vader loves his little boy. He wanted to save him. I know, but I was referring to the ones now, <laughs> not back then. I meant. Okay. I mean. In the past, we can probably admit we can stay, say love and, and still have yeah, affection was, for one another. Yeah. But the new Star Wars, they don't even mention so much as the no, affection. Uh, well, look. No, there's yeah, a bit of attraction, but there's no, yeah, there's no relationship building yeah, in it. And no, just, yeah, yeah. And, and the one big flaw well, in that the one there, Poe and um, Ray in the later movies there, yeah. you thought they would have got together and, no. been, uh, and Ray decides, oh, like... Um, yeah. The, uh, the, the evil guy, and he, he, I'm going to try and turn him good and stuff, and and he you know, he dies, whatever. It, but it, yeah. it, there's nothing concrete in it. Yeah, that's there's the no thing. They stuff. they yeah. try to make Ray flawless. Not, I mean, yeah. her only role is finding her parents, and we find out her parents, but we then, um, you know, she still hasn't changed. Yeah, she hasn't her, grown. She hasn't she developed. Hasn't it's, it's all like uh, Frank yeah, Burns in Mash, from the day one that. To, that he, he showed up on set to the last uh, yeah. episode he was in. He wasn't allowed to change the yeah, character. The one yeah. thing I think that the yeah, this other person mentioned on when I was looking up, she says that you have to love these fem- strong female women. You must um, have common ground with them, and um, it's a little, it's a little hard to like Ray because I don't know. Um, her end goal because she says that she's learning the force but is she going to become a Jedi I doesn't really say and the question is where does she get the force from yes is it in the family bloodline I always thought oh yeah yeah, that she might have been Luke Skywalker's little girl I don't think so but no I know I thought at the beginning ah he's had sex with somebody he didn't know about it and and, and he's had a, a kid he didn't really know about always keeping away from the protector I remember the same thing. Like he was when yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. when reading um, an old book years ago. This was before the spin-offs and the other stuff started coming out. Was, yeah. um, I was reading these old teen books that yeah. they that I used to get from the shops, and one of them said the the, the one of the protagonists in the story. This was a Star Wars book, just so you know. And in that one, it the the one of the lead characters was um, the son or grand, and grandson to Emperor Palpatine. Mm, and that's yeah. where I assumed or knew before everyone else that that Ray was the daughter was the granddaughter to Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. I knew this yeah. before everyone else did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, but I was getting the impression because she was a good girl. I know that she might have been a sp- uh, 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 <coughs> the fruit. Uh, of um, nah. uh, Luke Skywalker and a lady, but obviously it, it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, I knew this long before the, even mm. everyone else, even the media, he'd never even thought of. Um, well, maybe they didn't let that, didn't let the cat out of the bag, so no one actually knew. They just put too much assuming that she seems to be like 
like Han, Han Solo is very close to her. She was like, he's like the father she never knew, as uh, Kylo Ren said. Yeah, yeah. But we that. That would be an interesting thought, but anyway, we we are getting a bit long yes, of the tooth here. Sorry, guys. I well, didn't. Look, we could go on for hours, but thank you. But I don't want to bring up different the, things. I, I didn't and, want to bring up on. this yeah. one because I, as I said before, I don't. I, I've been trying to train my mind to focus on the old Use the force, Star Sarah. Wars movies instead of the new crappy ones that are coming out. No, they're not crappy. They're just different. Okay, just different and not even they've, part. They've, of they've lost the George Lucas magic. Magic, yeah, exactly. I right, mean, yeah. if he was an executor working on the set, consultant, consultant, chance, something or other, yeah. or at least consultant with the, mm-hmm. the right contract yeah, with yeah, yeah. with with Disney to allow him to be one of the executives in charge, I could then. It, it, it could have actually t- the, the movies could be a tad different. But I feel anyway. like things are, um, it's, they've gone a different direction, obviously. So, well, slightly, yeah. It just made another sci-fi. But, yeah, yeah, along <laughs> the same style, but, yeah, it just... Yeah, it's so, yeah. so different. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Got to anyway, go now. Yeah, so, thanks for watching this, like, this latest, seeing this, uh, listening to this latest episode, everyone. And we'll check out Return of the Jedi for our final hour of our ins- installment. And then we'll, we might pick up the gauntlet again in a couple of months time and do one, two and three, maybe. Yeah, I know that I want, I, I should I didn't mind that one, two and three. Hmm. I'm just doing, I'm just following it the way um, George filmed Lucas it. released it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter to me much about who starts what. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. We're doing it, not doing it, cr- we're doing it chronologically in so far as the years they were issued or released. Yeah. Yes. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and please leave any comments on what you guys think yeah. about this. Oh, uh, incidentally, Mike, someone commented earlier about how this is their favourite new podcast. It was nice. Compliment. Really? Oh, great. Yeah, they, so they, like, they like Star Wars, eh? No, they, they like the, um, oh, the Ghostbusters doing? Afterlife one. Oh, wait. So so they, like they like what we're doing. Yeah, so oh, that's great. we've got a new Good. fan. So thanks Yay. for liking our podcast. How about all you others? We have how many? It's over a thousand. Maybe? Over a thousand. Uh, um, one. Um, 1,400 something. Like okay. That. Well, I want to see 1,400 comments come through on Facebook tonight, I go. Right. I would like to see some someone out there <laughs> talking, please. Yes, I like talking. the airways are deci- decidedly quiet. Yeah, I would love it if you guys, if you're listening, yeah, please say, talk. Yeah, say it's good, bad, you thought we're talking crap, anything. You know you're listening. Yeah, you're really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. more, the merrier. And then we know we're on the right track and we give you more of the same. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, thanks for listening to our pod- latest podcast, everyone. And we'll see you guys for our next one. This is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying, may the force be with you. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, guys.